We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about navigating life, love, and relationships, one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 129 of Married Millennials. Fall is upon us. I feel the need to announce every season to you all so that you know what's going down. It's officially fall. I know they say Labor Day is the end of summer, but it's not. Fall's here. It's beautiful. Uh, The full moon was last night. I don't know if you guys had weird effects around this full moon, but I sure did, so... Joy's been lightweight, heavyweight tripping. I like, I mean, for like two weeks now since the new moon. So the new moon was September 9th and the, the full moon the 24th. And I've been, I mean, this whole time. Joy's like, I think it's, I think it's the moon. I'm having these crazy weird dreams. My mood, my mood has not been the same. Like I just can't focus. I can't concentrate. It's the moon. It's 100% the moon. And I'm like, I didn't even know the moon was making a transition. The- I had no clue. I don't, I don't follow the, the moon and the sun, the cycles of it. Yeah, but you've been but, sleeping more, which is weird for you. Well, I've been sleeping more because I, I won't discuss why you're I've been ba- sleeping you're, more. You're mentally tagged. Exactly. I was, right. I was but, like, let me go ahead and, and just and, retrieve those words real quick before also, they come out. Also, you have, uh, you've been having pretty vivid dreams too. Have you not? I don't really remember my dreams. Okay, but I, but we've discussed dreams that you've had in the past, like within the past couple weeks. Yes, and they have been a little more vivid, but I don't necessarily know. Like I'm not chalking it up to the moon. It's the moon. Uh, there okay. is a quote, and I can't remember who it is, but they said that the the moon has an effect on the ocean. Like it it controls the ocean, so it is foolish to think that it has no effect on you. We were we are what are we? What percentage water are we? Seventy percent. Yeah, I think seventy percent. That's a, that's a lot of water. So anyway, the moon <laughs> has done a lot, and uh, I'm ready to break free. I don't know what this was, and then actually, so this moon is supposed to be hard on your career. Like, it makes you weigh things within your career. And, like, you know, it says, like, don't make any snap decisions because, like, this moon may be discouraging because it's making you examine a lot. And that has literally been my life and and yours, too. I don't think it's just the moon, though. I think it's reality. It's not (laughs) just the moon, but it's – but that's what this moon is. And it's been intense. The feeling of it has been thick. Okay, what I'll say is the moon is bringing your conscious to light to realize that you're doing some shit you don't want to do. So it's just emphasizing what I mean, you yes. already know. Right. So I'm not blaming the moon. I'm I'm just, I, I will say the moon is assisting us in becoming more Fine. conscious of the bullshit you but deal I with have, day in I, and day out. You know, like I feel uh, frustrated. Even Love Jays, like we had a tough business meeting. Like we're being fully transparent. We had a tough business meeting last week. Justin and I both left like, damn. Like, we're just, you know, this is it's a, it's a lot to try to start your own business and and uh, be working full time. And, you know, you get impatient and then you realize you still have a ways to go. And it's a lot. But you know what's interesting is I, I think we've been very patient. And now it's to the point where it's just like, okay, <laughs> when right. is something gonna is something going to give? It's like we've we've been patient and we're not rushing anything. It's not like our goals are like we need to go from zero to a hundred. 
But yeah. it's like we're just, we need to see zero to ten. It's like we've been patient for a cool, cool minute. Yeah. And realizing- I think it kind of does go zero to a hundred, though. I think that's like kind of the name of the game. Like it's not like the work is steady. Yeah. But the growth and the growth is like kind of gradual, but the explosion is the oh explosion. yeah. Well, well that's why so. I said it takes ten years to become an overnight success. Right. And so, and where are we on year what? Year six, seven. Yeah, six or seven. Well, it's three more years. No big deal. <laughs> it's fine. I've got it in me. I, here's the thing: I'm not going to stop. So, I mean, it just it is what it is for right now. But again, you know, it can be very frustrating when you're trying. You're trying to build something, and it's it, it, it really is like building a house. You know, you think it's going to be done in a couple of months, and then you're like, oh, you know, well, we pulled the ground up, and it looks like. You know, we're going to have to do this and that's going to be a three month delay or whatever. And before you know it, you know, it takes two years to run or to move into your house. And you thought it was going to be a four month process. Yeah, no, it's, it's just hard. And I think we've known I and mean, we've expressed our entrepreneurial journey plenty of times on this show. Mm-hmm. But it's like you constantly have those check ins. And we just had one of our our quarterly check ins last week and we just get punched in the Rough. chest again. It's like you feel like you're doing all this work. And I sit down with with our business coach and you just and you realize that you're a hundred steps further than you thought you actually were. A hundred steps isn't a lot. I can do a hundred <laughs> steps. It's more like 10,000 10, steps. Yeah. But I mean, it's just, it's just like, man, like yeah. when you think you're onto something, you just, you continually pull back. I mean, like I said, I salute to, you know, all those who have successfully started their own businesses and continue to thrive and, and live off their, their yeah. own business. Cause it's not, it's not easy. It's a, it's a, it's a challenge, but no. I think what continue to keeps, what keeps me going is I know what's on the other side of it. And to me, that struggle is worth worth the other side. Yeah, Because if you go and, I mean, this is not everyone's story, but for me, like I know for a fact, I I know that I'm not, I can't work for other people. Like I I know this for certain and I have fought it for a long time. Actually, I didn't fight it for a long time because when I was working for somebody else, I dipped. (laughs) So it's like I knew for sure that that's that's not what I'm cut out to do. But, to sit in a, in a space where it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this for 40 years and then just enjoy the back 20 years of my life. It's like, I would rather just kick, fight, scream, and struggle for 10 years to be able to enjoy the next 50. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be miserable for 40 to enjoy 20. I'd rather be yeah. beyond miserable and stressed for 10 to enjoy the last 50. You know, so it's just... It's, yeah, it's that game. I would definitely say this: we're earning it. Like we're we're and we have earned it. To like, if something were to happen tomorrow, we still earned it. Oh hell yeah! But yeah, I I will say I'm not going to get to where we're going and feel like oh I don't deserve this. I'm going to relish in that <laughs> because it's like we've we've worked hard and again I I went to bed with the biggest headache. I woke up with a headache after that meeting because I I'm just. You know when you're trying so hard to figure something out and you just are just like, I don't, I don't got it. So I don't know. For those of you who are also out there building, keep going, keep fighting the good fight, you know, put in tears. We ain't quitting, so you can't quit. Yeah, don't quit because it is, it's hard and you do, you need encouragement. You need people to, um, you need people to cheer you on. And and thank you so much for your reviews. Oh, yes. We just went back. Was that last week? Where <laughs> yes. Where we went and reread all the Because I reviews? needed to. I was like, oh, I just need to like go read. And it, it makes a difference when you see that you're making a difference. Um, especially when you're struggling to make a dime. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, that, that is really real. Yeah. Like Joy, Joy sent screenshots of, I think, about yeah. probably our last 20 or so reviews. And it just it did it it gave a new yes. sense of motivation and, and I know at the end of the show 
you know, we I say my canned ending. If you enjoy what you hear, leave us a review and share it with your friends. But like when I, I'm not just saying that, no, like for to, really to say review. it, like <laughs> I'd say it because it really does help gauge what you guys like, yeah. and then it also helps us to keep going. Yeah, uh, and know. shout out to Jamie for leaving two reviews. <laughs> yes, like you know, so we we yeah. genuinely do appreciate it. So for those of you who are new to the show or have listened for a while and haven't written a review, please do. Like we we genuinely thrive off of that. We when you have weeks you. like you had last week, those. Those are your are your moments of hope where you're yeah. like, okay, we have to power through. But I would also say what's really helped is my my precision. So in Purpose Over Profit, I have an acronym for purpose. And when I go speak, I teach on this, this acronym. And my P, the precision, has truly, truly helped me keep going every single day. Because when you have a vision in your head, and you constantly repeat that vision and remind yourself of that vision, like you have no choice but to walk in that direction. I think right. a lot of us, you know, we have a goal of not wanting to be where we're at, but we don't know where we want to go. So you know you're tired of being where you're at, but you have no clue what's next. That's and a word. And so yeah. you continue just to stay in the same space, but become frustrated, but you can't go anywhere. It's like right. you, you can't, your, your car can't move if it doesn't have any gas, but you're mad that your car is parked. Well, you got to put some gas in it. Like, right. You have to be able to do something that kickstarts it to, to move. And I know when I get down on, in, in, on myself and just frustrated with, with the situation of things, I go back to that vision. And it was funny because I, I gave a speech this past weekend, and one of the gentlemen, I repeated my, my daily mantra in my speech, and he goes, oh, so you know, this is where you're living now. And I was like, no, not yet. I was like, but it keeps me going. It's like, he thought just in hearing that they believe what I said. So I was like, if these individuals yeah. are hearing what I'm saying and believing in you it, need to break that I have down no more. choice but to believe in, in, your, it. in your In his mantra, he breaks down basically what he, he wants the future to be. And he's speaking it into existence and he's saying it as if it's reality present, present tense like thank you for and in in this we live in malibu california with our three children <laughs> yeah hey, you know part of yes, it yes 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 and we th- you own a, a thriving apparel company, company with six figure sales yearly. yes okay so you know again so it, in this mantra he says all this and he does he speaks it as if it's reality because it is we just need to shift into said reality. Correct. Hashtag manifest. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and so, yes, the way that you say it, it sounds like, okay, this is happening. And that's why he was like, oh, you live in Malibu. Yeah. And I was like, no, not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. But yeah. I have to believe it because that's what keeps me going is yeah. I'm, I'm crystal clear. And when I get off path, I just go back to everything I say in my, in my precision when I break down my purpose. It's like, okay, no, like I see it. And if I'm not doing anything that's moving me closer to that vision, then I'm, I'm further and further away. But a friend of mine said, you know, she just, we were talking last week and she said, the, the longer you look at your vision, the closer it becomes a reality. And that's, you know, what I, or the closer it gets. And I, and I love that. I was like, I'm going to just keep, I'm going to keep staring at it. at it. You keep looking at it and eventually you get closer and closer and closer. And then eventually I you're living it this. and touching it. I, because I can speak to both ends of this. I think it depends on how you feel about your vision. And this is why I'm really big on vibration. So right now you see your vision and you feel encouraged by it. It's your motivation. It's keeping moving forward. And I think sometimes when people are feeling stuck, when you see a vision, it might feel discouraging because you might feel like, man, this is what I really want. And I'm not even close. Like I'm, you know, it's, it's the other way around. So I do want to say that while it is encouraging to look at your vision, you want to figure out a way to, 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 to make your vision motivation and not, 
feel like something that's unattainable because it is. It's completely attainable. Uh, your life is up to you. I know sometimes it doesn't feel like it, but your life for real is up to you. It, it's going to be what you make of it. And if you make nothing out of it, it'll be nothing. But if you make something out of it, it will be something. So so get after it. And also Justin's like underselling himself. He gave a great speech this weekend. It was wonderful. So despite our 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 business meeting that left us feeling drained AF, <laughs> <laughs> he gave a wonderful speech and it reminded me why he was he, why he's here. Really, like that's how I felt. I felt left feeling like okay, he's meant to do this. He's on the right path. And and I'm really proud of him. You you shut down the house. Thank you. I, yeah, I appreciate it. I felt really good once I finished my speech, and this is the longest speech I've given to date. I spoke for 48 minutes. Yeah. No no props, no presentations, no nothing. And I probably could have gone another 30 minutes. And I remember when I first started speaking, like the idea of giving a 30 minute speech scared me. I was like, how can I talk for 30 minutes? But be, because I've continued to work. Yeah. At what I do and, and really starting to understand my message and how to craft it and how to speak it, I feel more comfortable and being around other speakers. Like that has genuinely helped. I, I just like, okay, well, I want to be a motivational speaker. I go back to to the the idea of if you want to be an entrepreneur or if you want to be successful, whatever the case may be, and all of your friends are not representative of or a representation of what you're trying to be, you likely won't be able to accomplish that goal. Right. And for me, I want to be a speaker, but I don't have any other, I don't have any friends or know any other motivational speakers. So I had to find a way to get around motivational speakers. So I went and hired a coach who's a motivational speaker. And a part of hiring him, I got a speaking coach as well. Now they come to LA once a month and we do a mentorship program with a school in LA. But I'm around speakers. So like it it's not an accident. I'm a mentor to the youth. That's that's also in his thing. Yes, but it's like it's not an accident yeah. that I'm becoming more comfortable in my speaking. It's because I'm spending more time with speakers. Yeah. I'm watching speakers. And another thing that has helped is I started I've always outlined my speeches, but now I'm writing my outlines and it has made a significant significant difference because I have a, a photogenic memory. So after I outline a speech, I let Joy read my outline. And I was like, is this good? Is this, does it flow? And she'll say, yes, this is solid. And I say, okay, great. But when I read it, I know when I'm speaking where my notes are on the page. Like I know if it's in the top left corner, if it's the second page, third he page, fourth page, memory, fifth, yeah. page, fifth page. So it helps me in my speaking when I'm, when I'm up there presenting. Granted, I'm not thinking back, okay, well, what's next? I wrote it on this page. But just as my, pre my preparation yeah. goes, I know how to keep me focused. Whereas before I was typing my outlines and it did not sink in the same way. That, I, there's, there's plenty of studies on that. The, the more you write something, the more it's committed to memory. There are writers out there. Uh, Nicola Yoon actually is a, uh, a writer who, she writes all of her books out by hand. Ooh. And then she types them. Oh, so my her process gosh. takes long, but she's like, I just write better when I write out by hand. And the first novel that I attempted, I naturally did it that way. And I think that it was more descriptive 
And I have, even still, I could go back to things and I have a better grip of what I wrote than the, the things that I've just typed up. And because there's a different connection to when you, it's pinned to paper. Definitely. It feels like there's more an energy. of you. Yes. Yeah, there's an energy that, yes. that moves So maybe I'll through, revisit that. Through your veins. But also I think I need to do like you do and get the nice notebook. Because I do, I have this like weird thing of collecting just like college ruled notebooks. And I have like a couple notes in it. Because per idea, I grab a notebook, which is bad because I have a lot of ideas. <laughs> and then like I can't throw out the notebook. I'm trying to declutter. Uh, but I have all these notebooks still because I'm like, well... I have this one idea in the first 10 pages of this. So I need the, you know, other 90 pages just in case I ever finish that out. So, uh, yeah, grab a notebook basically. Is the, the yeah, it, it made, it made a huge difference. And I, I can confidently say that this weekend speech was probably the best speech I've given. It was just, I was in my lane. I felt good about everything I said. The audience received what I said. And, you know, this is back to back weekends with speeches. And I, I said last weekend speech, I gave myself about a B plus, probably like an 87%, could anywhere between an 85 to 88% is where I would have given my, my so speech exact. last weekend in Indiana. But this speech yesterday, or excuse me, on Saturday, that probably would have been like a 95%. Like I mm-hmm. felt very, very good, it was good. about that speech. And it, like you need those very confidence Very little room boosts. for improvement. Yeah, it just felt good. But it's yeah. also nice when you have your, your hype man. Go ahead. You got you to give somebody that, that hype hypes man. you up. It, it helps. But I'm also someone... honest. Oh, very. And... I'm I'm not I'm not a fan of hyping people like just regardless of <laughs> no of what they've got going on. Well, you don't get you don't improve yeah. that way. Yeah, which is why I have a hard time lying to people because I just we've we've been down this road. But I really don't like lies because they're not productive. Like, and white lies sure are necessary, but I I'd rather just not say anything about the situation than to lie to you. That's so I, 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 but I'm not lying. I said, that was good. The audience reaction was it like, could, could it have been better? Sure. But not much. Like it was good. So yeah, I got to go back and I'll review the tape, watch what I said and, and see if there's anything you can always improve. 100%. Yeah. I don't care if you give up, if you have a perfect game or a perfect speech, there's always room to improvement, always room for improvement. But I felt really good about it. And again, I'm just finding my voice as a speaker. Yeah. And just continue to build more and more confidence, and I'm excited to to give more. Like I, I feel in my spirit that more is coming, and I'm excited. But you know what's really dope about it? I, again, I go back to to my precision. I don't want to beat a dead horse, but it's like everything that I wrote in my in my vision statement of what I'm going to accomplish and being really precise. I wrote that out before I gave my first speech, before anything. And there are and things. The opportunities are coming. Your there way. are things that are happening that I wrote in that speech that are coming to life right now, and I don't believe it's an accident. I no. think it's because I've been very clear of what I want, and naturally, I'm putting myself in positions to making those things. And come it's to only life. been nine months. Like it's not even, like it hasn't even been a long time. It feels like it, but it hasn't. You're doing. You're you're kicking ass, babe. I'm proud. I'm very proud. This is on a completely unrelated note. This is not a smooth segue, but I need you all to know. So you know how I love Dr. Dr. Pimple Popper? She's the, the, what is it, dermatologist who's on Instagram and YouTube. And now, actually, she has a show. She has a TV show wow. about like her like removing growths and, and uh, like lip, lip, lipomas. And anyway, <laughs> I digress. So Dr. Pimple Popper pops pimples on the internet. So YouTube suggested to me, like, hey, since you like this gross shit, you probably like this gross shit, too. <laughs> and it's earwax removals, you guys. I mean, it's 
fascinating stuff. I don't understand how people have this much wax in their ears. I mean, it's it's gross. And it's like different kinds of wax. Like there's like a tacky wax, a stick wa- stiff wax. Like some of it looks like, you know, if you were to break up a candle. But then others look like honey. Like it's weird. And like they just scrape it and there are all these like little tiny hairs in your ears. And then now I know what a healthy eardrum looks like. I know what a healthy eardrum looks like. It's amazing. So I just, if you're ever feeling stressed and if you like, there's people out there like me, Justin, stop making faces. If you like Dr. Pimple Popper, you may very well like earwax removals as well. That's all I want to tell you. Just do it. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing my wife. Her name is Joy. (laughs) Did you not like the videos that I sent you? It was, it was, it's a weird thing. It's like one of those, it's like I'm watching, but I don't know if why I'm watching. It's the same thing with the Dr. Pimple Poppers. Like, I don't like it, but Joy gets such a rouse out of watching these videos. Like, it just makes her so excited. And I think because she's so excited about it and so passionate, anytime Joy is passionate about something, she becomes a nag. It's like, <laughs> you're going to share my passion. Like, it does, like, even I if I that. say, I don't want to watch it. It's not going to work. She's going to insist that I watch it. It doesn't care I if it takes days. I want to share my joy with you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like I have no choice. Like I might as well just I watch it like when she suggests I do like that you indulge me like right away now instead of fighting me. Well, yeah, because there's no point because then it's just going to go longer and longer and longer. So that's what happened with the Dr. Pimple yeah. Poppers. And I started watching those disgusting videos. And then she's like, babe, I need you to watch this. And I was like, what is this? It's an earwax extraction. <laughs> and it's, just, it's like it's this, it's this new you, groundbreaking you technology. You two with me, not just one, two. And the thing is because he's – Because you put it in my face I on know. your phone and no, said you have to watch this. it's on your phone. And we watched them simultaneously, which was just like it fed my soul. You guys just don't understand. Like to, to share something that you are, are, are loving with someone who, you, whom you love is amazing. So – Anyway, uh, and he was going, oh, at the same time. I was like, yes. It's disgusting. Because they're moving like giant chunks of wax. I don't know. If you're into the pimple Weird lobby, shit. Call it into this, yeah. <laughs> Sebaceous cysts. You know, that was my jam. I used to stand for hours on YouTube in college watching Sebaceous You were in movies. bed last night looking at earwax I extractions. Should, I was. And I was so happy. I think that I was meant to be, or maybe I was like some kind of dermatologist or doctor or something in a past life because I really... I love that stuff. Like anything that can be like removed, except for moles. I'm not really into that. But I just, I'm into it. So I just wanted to give you guys a quick little PSA if you're into that. So I'm passionate about my speeches and going out here and really changing things. And Joy's passion is about watching videos of earwax extraction. Here's why though. I really truly am into wellness, right? Mental health, yes. Like that is like my true jam. But I'm into like hygiene and wellness and cleanliness. So like the clean, cleanest you can be, I'm just like the happiest, right? And so if you have like a buildup of wax in your ears and that could be removed, it's like, yes, remove that. How much do you want to get your ears clean now? Uh, low key a lot. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I was like, I yeah. would like to go ahead and y'all just dig in and get all of that yeah. removed. I know my ears are relatively clean because, are, are super clean because when I went to uh, the ear, nose, and throat doctor, well, I guess this was like two years ago now, but when I went, he said that they were clean. And I had a dog hair, my dog, Ollie, I had a dog hair on my like ear canal. So he had to pull that out. And I felt him pull it out. But I was like, there's something in my ear. It's really bothering me. I thought it was like a spider or something. Nope. Dog hair. (laughs) (laughs) 
Ay, ay, ay. So that, that so that's anyway. that's joy in a nutshell. So but that's my life. We all have our little oddities. <laughs> yeah. And this is just one of joys. But this is what we grow to accept. I don't want it to be odd. I just want it to be a thing that's fine. Oh, it's fine. odd. You don't have to. You you may not want it to be odd, but it's odd. But it's okay. Do, it's do just embrace I your oddities. Do I have anything that is normal? Define normal. Exactly. Uh, the norm. Norm. Normal is the norm. Like a lot of people are this way. No. I don't have anything that is that way, which is why I I don't actually. My coworker who listens to the show. Hello, coworker. You know who you are. He came by my desk and he goes, yeah. He goes, I'm weird. You're weird. <laughs> and I was like, damn. But I, it made me happy that someone else could call me weird and it was like like a positive they thing. They recognized you. Yes, exactly. Like, they saw you, you and didn't judge you. It wasn't a negative thing. Yeah, it was It was just, it was nice. It was nice. It's nice to be seen. Yeah. And in, in all of your, your quirks and your oddities. And I think anyone who listens to the show will know very quickly that, that you're a little bit of an oddball. But that's what yeah. that's what makes it the show wants entertaining. To be a same ball, <laughs> that's not fun. Joy, I'm a same ball. Is that the joke you're gonna go with? Is that the, is yep. that what we're gonna go here? Yep, that's what I did. Oh yep. my god! I'm gonna make a shirt that says "same ball." No, please, please don't. We're not gonna entertain that idea any further. But I'm glad. I'm glad you like all things wellness. I'm yeah. glad those things make you make you smile, make you whole, make you full. The weekly wellness newsletter challenge, by the way, this week was pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. Joy has been delivering bars on top of bars on top of bars. for This is what, week 39? Mm-hmm. 39th week of the weekly wellness newsletter. If you guys have missed any part of this newsletter, you did yourself a disservice. Because Joy literally has been delivering bars. Yeah. And re- really over like the past few months, like she's been hitting them, just hitting you with a little bit of heat I every single week. I think this is the hardest one, to be honest. Like, oh, I think yeah. I, this is... This is the hardest one because it's going to require some real work. Some real soul searching. Yeah. Some honesty, that uncomfortable dialogue within yeah. yourself to be like, okay, really, where do I stand? How do I feel? Yeah. It's going to be icky because there's a, there's a starting point and you have a goal that's the ending point. But to get there, you're going to have to go through some muck. Ooh. And and it's not going to be comfortable. And you might not even get to the finish line. And I, and I want you to understand, for those of you who did receive, and if you're interested in, in receiving this week's newsletter, just shoot us an email. I promise I will send it because I know that I crap at responding to emails on time. But I promise, 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 because I want everyone to try this challenge. Um, but for those of you who did receive it, I want you to know that the, that the goal, you have an end goal, but it's okay if you don't get there this week, but you do need to work towards it and really figure out why you are, where you are with that person and and get there. And like I said, I don't feel like you need to reach out. It's not about them. It is about healing what's awry in you. Mm, Go ahead and speak. And I know some of you guys who are not subscribed like they're speaking in code. Well, we're speaking in code because we've told you for 38 weeks to subscribe to this newsletter. And some of y'all refused. So you get the coded message of what's going down. So (laughs) if you really want to know what's happening, go to our website, lovejays.com. There's a pop-up where you can input your email and click the weekly wellness newsletter. You can also click the resources tab and hit weekly wellness and input your email there. So there's multiple avenues for you to subscribe to this newsletter. And it is quarter four starting. The last three months of the year are upon us. Mm-hmm. It's like some of us have BS'd our way through the first nine months of the year. We're about to hit 
month 10. Let's finish this month, this year out strong. And a great way to finish it would be to subscribe to the weekly wellness newsletter. I'm just, I'm just telling y'all yeah, if you want to be better. Is you can jump in at any point in time. Um, and I know I received an email from a, a woman a while back who was wanted to know how she could access past newsletters. And we're working on something uh, for you guys as far as all that goes. But just start where we are and, and move forward because they're not – some of the challenges build on one upon one another, but for the most part, they're separate. So go forth and subscribe. All right, so moving forward, we have some Insecure spoilers. So if you haven't watched Sunday's episode of Insecure, then maybe you might want to, like, press pause, go watch it, come back. <laughs> <laughs> come back, though, because we're, we're going we're gonna to talk about some things. So Issa was wild. And, like, I mean, it was – she she lost her mind for a second. For a second, for an entire she, episode. She for it into the whole episode was cringe worthy. So for for let me catch you guys up to speed. She started, you know, she and Lawrence broke up, and then she was with Daniel for a hot minute, and uh, then she had to move out and be on her own. Then she met hot ass Nathan. Nathan is fire. Like he's just like, ugh. He's got a swag to him. He has like so much swag. Like I mean, I met or right, I met him. <laughs> Really, babe? Yes. Well, are you getting hot, you getting hot bothered him, over here? Yeah. Like, I saw, I was like, oh, this is a problem. <laughs> like, I just, like, I knew, like, oh, there's nothing. And, like, they did their first little day date. It was an impromptu situation. They had tacos. Tacos are, like, the best food ever. They had tacos. They were, like, skinny dipping, which is, like, ideal for me. You know, the breaking and entering, not great, but whatever. <laughs> you know, we're just going to overlook it. Then they ended up going back to a place they shared a kiss. And, like, that was it. He was like, okay, well, you know, I better go, which I felt like was respectful, right? Because any other man is like, okay, I'm going to get it in. Most he definitely. He didn't do it. So I was like, oh, I like him. Like, I'm into it. So then fast forward to Coachella. And they hadn't really talked. And then it was like, fast forward to Coachella. And he's like, hey, I'm at Coachella. You at Coachella. They end up having sex in a Ferris well, which I'm just like, yes. Well, what? Not sanitary, because I'm trying to figure out how you clean up afterwards. <laughs> I really did think about that. I'm like, you just going to leave everything there? It's <laughs> like, TV, baby. It's TV. I know. But then I'm like, protection. I really thought of all these things. Like, if there was protection, then I guess there was little cleanup. Sorry if this is graphic, but I just, that's where my brain went. Uh, like, you got like a wet wipe or something that you're going to take care of that with? Anyway. Yeah, who just carries a wet wipe in Coachella? Nobody. Hopefully, a lot of people are carrying like some kind of sanitizer, but you can't put like a wet wipe on your situation. Exactly. But like, but they have like feminine wipes, but you're not carrying that around. So anyway, Justin say he's like, can you just go? Okay. So Coachella happens. Then they like start hanging out in real life, right? They resume real life together. Issa wants to start some block party. She's breaking out on her entrepreneurial venture. He believes in her. Like he goes with her to the registrar office. They're like, they're not hot and heavy, but they've got like a cool thing going on. And they're in bed one day and he's like, how do you know if it's real? And then she's like, I mean, it feels pretty real to me. And like, she wasn't even sweating him or anything. Like she wasn't trying to make it more than what it was. Nothing. And he was like, yeah, me too. So then from there, she tells her friends like, yeah, like I'm feeling this dude, blah, blah, blah. Then he straight up disappears. Like he's gone. Where is he? He's not responding to any text messages. Like, he's not responding to calls. And they have this comfortable thing going, and then all of a sudden, he's just... Ghost. He ghosted. 
He go, and we don't know if he really goes because there was an investigation. Because he, the way they first met the first time was he got in a fight in her lift. She's a lift driver in the season, and they they got in a fight. So anyway, th- that's the point I wanted to get to. He ghosted her. Now, do you think ghosting is typically that serious? You're like, I mean, really involved in one another's lives, and then that person's just out. Oh yeah, it definitely happens. Is that serious? Oh, cats definitely ghost because what what happens is. It's like you're enjoying the moment of everything. You're enjoying the fun. I'm speaking from a man's perspective. You meet a woman. You like her. You have a good vibe going. Things are good. And then they start getting a little more serious than you may have originally anticipated. But because you like them, you keep it going. And then it gets real, real. And then there's some cast that are like, oh, y'all wasn't ready for this. Like, I don't want a relationship. I'm enjoying. But then why ghost? Because I feel like at that point, like, you have a rapport with a person you can just say, like, Correct, listen, it, like, this is cool, but, like, it's getting a little more serious. But let's be honest. How many of us, men and women included, but let's just speak to men, are willing to have that conversation of saying, hey, you know what? I really like you, but I'm not, I'm not looking for anything serious. It takes a mature person to have that conversation. I would argue a lot of us are not there. So it's easier to ghost than to hit you with a, Okay, this is getting too serious. I don't want to necessarily hurt your feelings, or I I just don't want to have what? the conversation. But it's more hurtful to disappear without saying why. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm speaking from a male's perspective that a lot of us, and I'm and it's not right, but we it's easier to just ghost and walk away than it is to sit there and have this conversation. And, and here's the thing. And especially because she didn't she didn't say, like, oh, I want to be your boyfriend or, or I want but you to be my boyfriend. But that's the thing is she wasn't sweating him at all. Like, she really wasn't. He's the one who was like, how do you know if it's real? Like, like he's the one who kind of put that little bug in her. And, and then it, it's not like she got, like, super attached from there. Like, it was still just cool. Like, she lost her mind when when he ghosted. That's that's when she was like, mm. For I know, but I just, like, I know for a fact it happens. Like, I've discussed I, it with I men. I know but it, it happens, It's just, too. it's a bad habit. And, and I'm and sure it's an women do it, too. Women yeah. do, I was like, but let's be real here. Yeah. Women do the exact same thing. And then you'll have the, the individuals, men and women, who got their red receipts on. And you're like, oh, so, oh, so you're going to read my text and you're not responding? That's just petty. I don't oh, like that. It, it, like, it is. I know you know I saw this, so... Just respond. <laughs> yeah, like let's just just be like, you know what, this isn't working. I'd rather you be harsh but clear about this ending than leave it open ended and confusing. Like that's just like, wait, what? I mean, at some point you realize you've been ghosted and you're like, okay, so this person doesn't want anything to do with me. But then you have questions. You're like, well, was it me or was it something else? Like, did you move? Are you alive? Is everything okay? So. It, yeah, it definitely. It makes it ten times worse. It makes it ten times worse to yeah. just ghost because you have way more to deal with. I understand all that. Yeah, I'm just explaining the action. It's like, okay, honestly, what I feel like is he felt he felt a connection with Issa. I genuinely yeah. think he did, but then it was like, you know what? I don't think I'm really looking for a relationship, so I'm out. Yeah, like that's what it was. Is how do you know what's real? Like he asked him the question. He's like, okay, so she's she's real. She wants this, but do I really well, want why this? Why would he open that door? So yeah, it's I, what people do, baby. I've, I've ghosted somebody one time in my life, and I don't even feel like it was like really ghosting because we weren't serious like that. And I just like really wasn't like. And then I, at some point, I felt bothered. I was like, he's bothering me, but we weren't talking like that. Like it was just kind of like. We started texting, but I, <laughs> I wasn't an unwilling participant. But I wasn't, I wasn't ever really interested, and we never went on any dates or anything, so it was fine. But like, I think if you get to the point where like 
over a span of weeks or maybe even a month, you're seeing each other repeitedly. Like you're like it's different than oh, we hooked up a couple times and that was it. Like Definitely. it was straight sex or like you know we only saw it, like I've only been in and out of your situation three times. Even then, I don't really think it's acceptable, but fine. But this was different, so I'm not okay with it. So, But if we're being honest, if you look at how it played out, it's not like they went on dates. Like, really, if you think about the structure of the relationship, they met in the lift. He, she, he was a lift. No, hold on. Let's think about it. He was a lift passenger, I, I, and thinking. then she ran into him at the taco shop. And then they had that spontaneous okay, first okay, date, okay. and then he came back to the crib, and after that, they were kind of talking. It's like, oh, Coachella. Then Coachella happens, and they have their second moment. And then they come back, and they're kicking it that one time. So it's not like they were going on dates. But he went with her to the registrar. Like, it was I, definitely implied that, okay, oh, let me def- just say, they were kicking it tough, though. Like, it was more than just sex or, like, Definitely. Like, but, but what I'm saying is if you look at the progression of how they kicked it, it wasn't like, oh, we're going on dates, and we're – like, there wasn't there wasn't a vested – a vested relationship happening. But they were getting to know each other as people. Whatever. They were. You're reaching. I'm not not reaching. I get it, but... Because if we look at, if we look at the Molly, let's for let's the, for example, yeah, the let, intention wasn't there. But let's look yeah. at how Molly's now dating this guy and how that relationship. Nah, I don't think they're dating. No, they're not like, dating. But look how how he went forward with that. Yeah, there it was a little. The intent was a little different. It wasn't just a haphazard. Oh, I saw you after being in the lift. Let's just kick it. There was an intention there from the outset. I don't think that was Nathan's intention from the yeah. outset. It was oh, I just ran into you. Oh, we had a good time. We're vibing. So when your intention before things happen is not really set, it's possible for ghost ghosting to happen regardless how good it is. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just I'm, I'm, looking I'm personally at it just not into it. So I, Again, I, I'm not get saying it. it's right. I know. I know. It just, it hurts my feelings that other people like hurt other people's feelings. That's all. But That's you know, but for me, what, what really got me aside from the ghosting and I had told Joy when the episode ended, I said, is the rabbit hole that real for women? Yes. Like, do y'all really go? If you have, like if you up. guarantee straight if you're listening now, up. you have seen that episode. But as a man, I was just like, yo, like, does it really go this well, deep? Well, she starts insta-stalking tough. Like, because because he's not responding to her text message. So she's, like, refreshing his Instagram. Like, are you a lot? Like, you, like, because I can't, like, I no longer have a direct line to you. So now I'm stalking your social media to see if, like, you're active. And he he he's not for a long time. Like, he's just like, it's the same picture. And she's refreshing his profile. And then somebody else tags him. And the episode's hilarious because she lives by herself. So you're inside of her head a lot. Uh, and she's like narrating. And so she, somebody tags him in a haircut. She and she's like, oh, so you couldn't hair and stuff, but you can't answer a text message. Like, but I think that's what got me. It wasn't the insta stalking. I think that's understood in today's world. Like, you're going to go on social media and see if they're still right. actively living their life. Yeah, because we have access to. But it was like the internal conversations that you hear Issa having. Yes, I was like, yo, it is that deep. When women like men, it is. Very much like uh, it's a big chunk of what we think about. For <laughs> like, it's I don't know, how, and I don't think men have this as much. Like you guys Hell be like, no. yeah, like oh, I've got this girl on my mind, but then you're like, oh, I'm watching this game or I'm doing this thing. Like, like when you have, and especially if it's um, unrequited, right? Like you're 
it's it, it becomes like some kind of obsession. Like it's really annoying. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying all women, but I will say that most women women have experienced this. Yes, as you get older and you get more mature, it's you can control it more. But it is it's like this compulsive need to check in on on this man, see what he's up to. Like, is there another woman involved? Like, is he is he why is he not feeling me? Like I thought I because also a lot of women feel this thing where like I'm going to be it for you. And and when you give somebody even just a little bit of yourself and you know they're like, oh you're not it. It's like the rejection is tough. It's like how can I not be I'm amazing, right? <laughs> like it's it's that thing and it and they they talked about it even in the wind down and Issa was saying like you want to know like is it something you did and I not enough and and that's why we preach self-love so tough on this show because you know when you're looking for outside validation men have it too but it's like in sex you know it's it's different ours is in you know being the wifey type like okay like you're going to like you're going to want to lock this down like yeah and then they don't and then you're you're confused and your self-worth is in question. And because your self-worth is in question, you're like, well, maybe it's something else. I don't know. And yeah, you do. You go down this rabbit hole, your thoughts ping back and forth. Like he ain't shit to like, he's amazing. It's, it's awful. It's it's a spiral. Yeah. And you, you do, you stalk, you stalk all the the profiles. What I thought was interesting is that they have a, a shared. So her and her friend group, has a shared um, stalker profile, which is just like, it's a fake profile. It's like their catfish profile, and uh, which is bad. I'm not saying it's good. I have done this before. I have made wow. a fake profile, not not for you. Uh, but I made a fake profile, like everything, like backstory, age, like where, like where you live. And then I did the thing where I messaged, because she said like, hey, you cute, you got a girl. <laughs> I did that. Like, and granted, I was young, so. But, but so y'all really? Do I that. laughed because I was like, "Oh, like oh this is my. real life." Like that to me. Yes. That's what was so eye opening. You hear about it, but that's why as soon as the Extreme episode ended, lengths. I literally asked you. I was like, "This is this really happens? Like it goes Extreme this deep?" And lengths. men, men have those same type things. Like if we're really feeling. A woman will Here's have the our thing, though. Phase. If a man does it, he's legitimately crazy. Because for women, it's normal. But for men, it's like, oh, you crazy. But, but what will but happen is, as men, is we'll be like, damn, like, she ain't hit me up. Like, we'll go look. And if you see, like, one thing on social, like, oh, that's a wrap. Like, you typically just move on. Like, but, no. like, all of these deep thoughts. Like, I have never in my mind had the idea to create a fake account and go stalk somebody. Like I literally, that thought has never crossed <laughs> my mind. Because you want to know if it's you or if it, and and I didn't do this. I well, I, if it I don't want to. You you probably have something to do with it. it. I wasn't being ghosted at the time. I needed some other intel, and I was like, okay, this is the only way I'm gonna get it because we want to know, and that's why I always that's try. Damn, to, and that's your damn problem. Yeah, we want. I need to. Well, it's not that I can't handle it, but I need I need the information so that I can process. If I don't have the information, I can't process, and then I'm stuck with my own thoughts. And they do. They run on this track that's ridiculous, and it doesn't go away until it goes away. And and you just you have to deal with it. So, so the moral the moral it gets of this better story the older that you get needs though. to be is that you don't need to know all the information. Okay, that's easy for you to say if your emotions aren't tied to having the information. If you're fine regardless, 
then it's cool. But if you're you're emotionally invested and you're like, if I just knew this, then I could release it, have some closure, move forward. When it, when people don't have closure, this is this is a human condition. When you don't have closure, you're not cool most of the time. For sure. So, I but agree. the problem is that most people aren't going to just willingly give you closure. Definitely. So the part well, and that's of, why I said it's easier to ghost. Yeah. So part of being an adult, right? Part of being a mature person is is recognizing that getting closure for yourself and then moving forward but again that's 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 a muscle maturity is a muscle all right you got to exercise that so it's uh yeah I, I i would never do any of this now i'm a grown-up i like she was too she's too grown to be doing everything that she was doing and she like that she ends up in his house at one point like that was that's when i was like oh girl you took this too far way like, too far way too far so that crazy that's that's not even that's not normal that's insane and that's television like if that ever happened in real life i'd be like yo like we're gonna i'm here's the you need appointment to go with sit, the therapist yeah, so you yeah. need to go sit on a couch yeah because that like what's going down that's a boundary now but like the insta stalking or the you know the i i don't think that it's crazy to be like driving around the area or like what? I don't think it's You don't think that's crazy? That's not, insane. Not like in the house, no. but or yeah. at the house. So you think it is <laughs> hold on. So you're gonna tell me right now that you don't think it's crazy. I said to be in the neighborhood. So let me put it this way. Intentionally going to their neighborhood to see if you see I'm, them. I'm not that saying, is crazy. I, okay, let me put it this way, because I don't want you to think like it's cool. But like let's say you know there's like a Vons that they shop at, and you're like, Oh, you know what? I'm just gonna go to this Vons today. That's crazy. I don't think that's, <laughs> that's no no no. That's crazy. That don't because I, I you don't do think this anything. Thing. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. You know, because I was, this is a double standard of mine. Because I feel like if a man did this, I would be like, you would oh, panic. You're calling nine one one. Yeah, you don't right. shop here. But if a woman woman did it, I because you know you're hoping to run into the person. Like that's that's the thing. Like you're hoping to run into the person. It's not normal. It's not great. I don't condone that. I can't believe this. I don't really condone that. Now that I said it, I realize that that's not good. You shouldn't do that. But people do it all the time. Like, that's not something that I would have put past, like, my past self. That's why we brought up the situation when we were talking. There was this girl a while ago, and I think we talked about it on the live, but she called Justin. I was in New York. I just so happened to be in New York, which if you looked at my Facebook, you would have known I was in New York. And this girl happened to be in Justin's neighborhood. So they were kicking it while I was in New York. And, you know, I found out I was not happy about it. But um, I told Justin after the episode, I was like, she wasn't just in your neighborhood. Like, that wasn't an accident. Like, that is how women work. We Most of us will do things like that or have done. Again, I'm grown now. If you are mature, you're not doing those things. But, like, an unchecked, immature woman would be doing all of that. And it's not necessarily crazy. It's just the natural impulse. That is OD. It, it it's it's OD. It's OD. I I it is OD. I I don't condone it. And again, if you're, but we do. I think most women have. <laughs> we have like a level of. I I love that there's probably women listening to the show. Like, girl, no. Uh, but but if you're being honest with yourself, there. Stop looking like this. If you're being honest with yourself. There is like, just there's a line that you'll get really close to. You won't cross it. Because then you realize, okay, no, that's actually crazy, but you'll get close. You're just like, okay. Because, I don't know. This is unsafe. This has been an unsafe conversation. It it is not unsafe. Again, I'm not condoning it. And I do, I do feel like, you know, now 
especially nowadays, like you really need to be careful with that boundaries because people are genuinely out here like acting crazy. But this is like this is too deep. This is it, yeah. it's, it's way like this is too much. It's feelings, emotions. I get drive that. people to do crazy things. I get that, but this is way too much. Yeah. Like that that's that's too much. And I, I couldn't believe what I saw on the show. I, and now but, hearing you listen, say what you just said. I did that with you. I did that with you on a lesser scale. I went to your dorm hope just hoping I'd see you. Like I just walked through your dorm hoping I'd see like run into you. And I did. So it worked out. Like I had no reason to be in your dorm. I didn't live in your dorms. So I did it, but on a lesser, on a lesser scale. Is that crazy? Yes. It's crazy that I went to your dorms hoping I'd see. Now, I didn't go to your room. I didn't go up to your floor. I was just, like, in your lobby. But, you're like, you're... Ch- and I wasn't there for, like, hours. I was probably there for, like, a minute. So, it's like, you know, I think that there's there's lines. So, that's crazy. That's not crazy. That, so I think it, it can lead to crazy behavior. I'll, it's, I'll say it's, that. It's a gateway. It's definitely yeah, it's a gateway. Def- that's a gateway drug. Like, a gateway right. action. That leads to I, crazy. I definitely don't condone the fake social media account. Like, I really think that that's, like, a step in the wrong direction. And also, because you have that pictures and stuff, that's somebody else's face. <laughs> like, don't do that. Do not do that. But I, I wanted, yeah, I'm not even going to divulge my secrets. But be safe out there. Do not catfish people. Do not stalk people on, on Instagram if you can help it or in real life. Don't show up places. It's, it's all bad. This is this is too real. I didn't know it, I didn't know what went down this deep in the world, and this is embarrassingly sad. And I don't I don't even have a good response to it. I mean, I, I just hope that none of our listeners go deep down this rabbit hole. And if you do, can we just check the the, the source of why that's even beginning? We need to check I that source. I would venture to say at least half have been down the hole before. Okay, well let's not yeah. let's not go down the hole anymore because that is that is insane. I, I venture Literally to say insane. that people are either like, well, you think that's crazy, but this is what I did, or like, Joy, you sound crazy. So yeah, we'll see. If, and if that's y'all, <laughs> give us some feedback. We feel free to send a DM. We got therapist recommendations yeah. that we can send your way, and we can sit. You can sit down and talk about what's going down in your mind because that is unacceptable behavior. I just want another tea. <laughs> of course you do. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Make sure you subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you are loving what you're hearing, please leave us a review and share it with your friends. And as always, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com. You will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again. Don't stalk. And we'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs>